With us today is John Chachis, a good friend, a media executive, and runs his own media company. At one time, he ran uh, the media for Lazard Fair. Uh, tell us the name of your company that you run now, John. Uh, our, our advisory firm is called Methuselah Advisors, and our broadcast company is called Inyo Broadcasting. Understood. And there's so many problems in uh, broadcasting that we're going to talk about, and there's also problems uh, uh, in our city that we both love and live in. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with the city that we love and live in. It seems like every day we wake up, there's another bad headline. Well, there's 484,000 people have left the city. Uh, there were, and the people that have stayed were hoping that the budget in Albany will come out for uh, in common sense. And it seems like uh, common sense did not necessarily prevail. Uh, what no, say you? There's, there is, there's, there's, there's no common sense in, uh, in New York City politics and uh, New York State politics, for that matter. Uh, I think it's quite remarkable. You saw the article a couple of days ago about the state of Illinois having the same kind of exodus. We have the post-pandemic result of wealthy people and businesses were taught that they are mobile and they are leaving. And the, the flight out of, uh, for lack of a better description, blue states is remarkable. And the growth in places like Texas and Florida and Utah and places that function is off the chart. And New York State, uh, you know, we barely have seen the data for 2021. We're now going to pretty soon see the data for 2022. And the, the budget gap that's going to happen because the leadership in this state can't get their head wrapped around this is going to be astonishing, truly astonishing. Uh, and, you know, we worry. And, you know, you know what the other thing that we're worried about is keeping our citizens safe. All of a sudden, there's a big controversy in New York where uh, one of our Marines uh, that was uh, uh, that, that was trained to protect Americans and to pr pr protect America uh, uh, was protecting some subway riders, and now they want to they they want to uh, uh, indict him for murder. I mean, what say That's you crazy. on that? It's just crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, the, you know, the gentleman was on a subway where an erratic human was throwing things and threatening people, and he subdued him and. Unfortunately, that person that person died um, in the process. But uh, the idea that uh, you know someone defending New Yorkers is now indicted—it's just part of a whole culture, a victimhood culture that's consumed our city and consumed our media and consumed our politicians. All they do is spend their time focused on things like that, not the fact that the city's less safe, dirtier, grimier, uh, and a place that's difficult to do business. Um, and what we're going to see, John, I think this is the precursor, honestly. I think it's a precursor to, um, to uh, American bankruptcies in cities. I think New York could be the first. It, it could be back to the, the era when, uh, when uh, uh, the city was on the brink. And uh, when they call up to Albany looking for money to bail it out of, of, its, of its financial uh, problems, the rest of the state of New York is going to say, forget it. So I think we are headed to a period where this kind of lunacy is going to start showing up in bankruptcies in American cities. Well, the, the problem being, and, you know, in our 5 o'clock show on the weekdays, we, we play the exodus music. If the, if the people are not going to be safe in New York and they're going to keep raising taxes and, and they banned, uh, you know, they're banning uh, cigarette smoke, but meanwhile you walk out of our office building that we mutually in the same building, and you can get high just on uh, marijuana. 
I mean, uh, what what happens? I mean, the exodus continues. Who's going to pay the taxes? Well, and I own a business in San Francisco where every day our storefront manager has to go out front and sweep up the needles because the, the, the city supervisors of the city of San Francisco think it's a great idea to create human misery by inviting people to shoot up in public, uh, you know, and, and to feed their drug addictions. I mean, this kind of uh, progressive policy lunacy is showing up in Seattle, Portland, Chicago, New York. It's essentially large urban environments run by people who basically have the philosophy that they can just uh, promote these kinds of uh, these kinds of urban policies, and there's no comeuppance for it. Well, the problem is going to be in in places like New York at some point, and the pandemic tra- taught people that they're mobile, that they can move with their money and their business. You're going to wake up and see that those who are the producers in our in our society get up and take their chips and leave, and what you're going to be left with is a city that's in a spiral. That's you know, and, it, and, the, and I, had to, I had to say it. I, I'm sorry I come back to media. The media is somewhat complicit in this. The media used to sit above the sewage this and call is, out. When you talk about the media, you talk about the big corporations that now own most of the media in the United States. Is that what you're talking about? That's exactly what I'm talking about. That, not, you, not you, like that you. you helped make those some of those media companies when you were Lazard. I, I, I sure did. And, I've, and I have supported them and financed them for years. Um, and, and help them in their endeavors. But they have lost their way in terms of remembering their role as enterprise journalists. Enterprise I agree. journalists are, I agree. Are, no longer, are no longer in business criticizing people equally. They have joined the circus on one side of the circus or the other, and it's a really dangerous thing. Yes, I understand that. So, you know, we're we're in for we're in for a real wild ride. I think the rest of 2023 is going to be a very difficult time for New York. Uh, Mayor Adams can complain all he wants about the thousands of people being bused here from Texas. I mean, he and he and others like him have called New York the great sanctuary city. Now that these people are being brought here, they of course don't want them here, um, and uh, and the wealthy and producers in our in our city are departing, and. The media better start to report on well, that. Well, it's departing. It's departing the blue cities. It's departing the blue states in, into states where uh, uh, they're not taxed as much, and they they feel safe. I guess they feel well, safe. The- they feel safe in Texas. They feel safe in Tennessee. They see. They feel safe in South Carolina. They feel safe in Florida. Yeah, there there are lots of places where you can run your business, have your children go to school, uh, and not feel like you're under. Con- assault and criticism i mean sort of this it's sort of the tone the tone of the city of our city is a criticism of people that are productive pay taxes and employ people and um you know i i, I don't know what the statistic is I'd, I'd love for one of your people to look this up but someone told me during the during the bloomberg administration something like 1400 tax returns in the city of new york paid 55 percent of all of the income tax 1400 tax returns so if you lose five of those or ten of those, how many hundreds of millions of dollars of tax revenue do you lose, which pay for all of the programs and city employees and pension benefits and so forth that are unsustainable? That's where we're headed. And the longer that Kathy Hochul and you know uh, Eric Adams and uh, Cortez and all these people talk about this stuff without facing that fact, the city is going to get in deeper, deeper trouble, deeper trouble. 
No, I, I see it coming. Uh, by the way, the 484,000 uh, New Yorkers that are left already in New York the last 24 months, the average salary was like $148,000. And wow. uh, uh, if wow. those people are not around to pay the money, who's going to pay? That's it. Well, and those are people that don't just pay taxes. They they support restaurants and they support uh, retail establishments and professional okay. service organizations. So, yes, yeah. and they support Ubers, they support taxis, they support restaurants, and they're not going to they be around. And, and if, you, if you go up and down New York, there's a lot of empty stores. Now, next question. You're also in the media. Uh, you're also in the... Uh, um, your other business, the AM radio broadcast. broadcast business. Well, Ford, Mercedes, General Motors wants to take AM radios out of the cars. When I was in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago, uh, I met with FEMA. 97% of the American people are covered by the emergency broadcasting system. Now, if we take them, uh, the AM radios out of, out of cars, and the people can't broad, can't listen. What happens in case of emergency? You know, we, we, with with Governor Hochul taking down uh, gas stoves, you won't be able to eat. You won't be able to drive because electric cars might go off the grid. You won't be able to drive. You won't be able to eat. You won't be able to listen to your radio in the car. What goes on? It's absurd. It's absurd. I mean, Governor Hochul spends her time on things like uh, eliminating, you know, gas stoves from your from your from your house and removing AM radio from your car. It's just there is something wrong with our our political class that think that that's sensible. Free radio and free television, over the air television, are assets that the American people own. They are broadcast spectrum that are uh, that are in business for the public interest. There is absolutely no reason. There's virtually no cost to a to an automobile having an AM radio in its dashboard. And as you've said, it provides all kinds of value and safety. One of the reasons. One of the reasons I hear now is instead of giving you a two hundred dollar radio that goes into your dashboard, they rather charge you nine dollars and ninety nine dollars nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month every month for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah, so so someone someone's on the other side of that trade, you know, making your subscription fee every month. It's crazy, and I hope yes. the American consumers complain to their automobiles and to their congressmen and senators. Uh, that's part of the part of the part of the problem is we just need a much more engaged electorate who raises hell and who fires these people. I've got on the record in San Francisco, uh, basically asking for the city supervisors, the mayor of San Francisco, should all resign. I mean, I'm tired of trying to run a business San in that Francisco? town. San uh, Francisco. San Francisco, play, play the funeral march. It's dead. Yeah, well, you know, I own a business that's been operating there for 155 years. We still have 50 employees that kill themselves to make it a successful luxury retail business. Uh, we're one of the you know oldest names um, in San Francisco, and it's becoming very, very difficult to stay there. And uh, you know, and yet you have political figures that are doing things like taking your radio, taking your radio out of your car. It's just it defies logic. It just John Chatches. Give us the name of your company in San Francisco. Maybe we can buy through the internet. Gump, Gump San Francisco, G-U-M-P-S, 
Gumps.com. It's a great Oh, that was a great, great company. Great company. So, Move it to Dallas. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, John Chatches, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. Nice talking to you, John. Bye-bye.